State, a big take. This is episode 178, opening take for Stephen O. Scott. What do you got? Yo, yo, yo. What the actual fuck is good? You were talking to a Pokemon Brilliant Diamond champion. Took me fucking eight times. Eight times. So shout out to my Golduck. That fucking... I use, I think, seven full restores at the end against that fucking Garchomp. That Garchomp, man. Whoo, dude. Dude, Different beast. Dude, that was disgusting. And, okay, shout out Jake Barocco, who gave me the idea. Keep using full restores until he's done with all his earthquake moves on you. So he keeps hitting you with earthquakes. You keep, you keep, you just take it and then full restore. Take it, full restore. Next thing you know, my boy was using Swords Dance over and over again, and it failed. Then I hit him with a blizzard. Game over. I fucking screamed. Eleven twenty-seven last night. I was like, "Yes, motherfucker." Thank you for listening. What's the hardest Pokemon game in you guys' life? I mean, I would probably go back to just when I first started playing when I didn't understand the game very well. Yeah, I think, yeah, blue or yellow or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I would say yellow because I got so desperate at the first gym. I tried throwing Pokeballs at Brock's Onyx because I couldn't I couldn't get past it. And then my Nidoran, my Nidoran finally, yeah, my Nidoran finally learned double kick. And then I was good. Is Nidoran, is, is that a normal type? No, Nidoran's a uh, poison. Nidoking, king, Nidoqueen. queen. Oh, you said poison? Poison? Poison. Okay. Yeah. It's poison type? Yep. Yeah, man. Dude, I got to tell you, that game kicked my ass. Brilliant diamond. And yeah. word around Same town, thing. it's got a long game after the fact, right? You're telling me? Yeah, there's a lot to do afterwards, too. I haven't played in a while, but... uh. There's a new there's a new one coming out this year. That's should that's looks exciting. I'm amped. Ready. Ready, so ready, bitch. How you guys doing? What's good in the hood? Yeah, I just want baseball and we're not gonna get it. I want Providence to lose in the first round, which we will get. Still confident <clears throat> about that. PC fans will get crushed. It's, and, um, I, I'm seeing some funny PC fan takes too, in terms of just like about like Ken Palm and the net ratings and everything. Like, well, what does that even matter? It's just, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. There was one I just quote tweeted where it's like, it's just literally like, it's bracketology. It's like they don't just give the team with the most wins the top seed in the tournament. Gonzaga was not <laughs> the top yep. seed in the tournament all those years that they were fucking 32, 32 and 0 because they play in a different type of conference their wins aren't not equal so it's just kind of funny but yeah when are we going to find out when like what the uh like when's like selection whatever it is selection thursday or whatever the fuck uh, sunday okay selection <laughs> is thir- 13 days away i believe right be great not this sunday but the the following sunday so Exciting. conference tournaments start this week and a lot of the the lower conferences and then the most of the major conferences are next week. And then the last, you know, that's the, and then after all the conference tournaments are over, you have selection Sunday. So PC, what's the vibe with those bitches? Bitch ass team with a bitch ass following on Twitter. 
<laughs> They're probably gonna be pretty good seed to be honest with you, but but again, like Oliver said, I'm rooting for them to lose in the first round because it's so. What's the the point of it is is like they have like the luckiest like rating, um, according to like the Ken Palm uh, calculations, whatever you want to call it. This dude Ken Pomeroy has his I don't know his math formulas to calculate a bunch of different things, and PC's literally like number one in the nation in luck. Oh um, yeah. Meaning, and again, people are like, "Oh, isn't that clutch?" It's like they're good too. Like, obviously, like obviously, you have to be where they are. You have to be good, but yeah, and then you have to capitalize on that look. So, but the it, ball bounces their way like way more than in every in like right every single close games. Your eyes, like I think, bottom thirty in luck in terms of like every country or every uh, team in the country, which is and again, it's been a been a tough year for for Rody now. I believe too. That's why it hurts. I... Although on the bright side, as long as you don't lose anybody to transfers, you have most of the team coming back. For who's on the team? from the URI? We've got the Mitchell twins. Mitchell twins. Those you'll have you have Leggett. You'll have Thomas. Even um, Antoine Walker. You'll have Antoine Walker again. It feels you're like he's been, been there for ten for years. Like Sixty years. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. He's even still got another year left. I think he'll be a senior next year because he was like a red shirt. Then he sat out a year and blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, yeah you, you're losing Jeremy Shepard and you're losing Ish Alamine. Yeah, um, I love Alamine, to be honest with you. He was awesome. I like them, I like them both, honestly. I like Jeremy Shepard, too. Yeah, but I, I still think I, I think they'll be fine next year. But that's a, with transferring nowadays, you never know. But back what? to what's up? Wait, real quick. I don't think we've talked about this. How how do you guys feel about the Lamar Odom trying to talk his way into being the coach of URI men's basketball? What a weird a timeline. <laughs> we are living in the weirdest timeline. That's the most I, fucked up shit. It's not like entertainment tonight bringing up the University of Rhode Island basketball team. I think it was was it entertainment tonight. It was one of those like or extra some shit where it's yeah. like you yeah. did an interview being like, you know what I want to do? I want to coach the URI Rams. Like, like, okay. He was like, I could, I could, uh, I could, you know, they're they're struggling this year. They're not having a good year. I could get those guys and make that a winning winning program. It's like, dude, how about you start as an assistant coach? How about that? Or you come start on as a coach like, somewhere, right? I don't think that guy's coached a game in his life. And I like David Cox. He had his flaws this year, no doubt. But I, I still think he, I, I think it's too early to give up on him yet. However, I do think TJ Buchanan is going to make one team a really good coach one day because that dude is fucking awesome. Love TJ Buchanan. Hope he finds success somewhere. I was just talking about this actually in a Discord. Is the A10 in itself has a lot of good young coaches out there. Um, Kim English. Kim English out in George Mason, uh, Kyle Neptune, even in Fordham's turned that program a lot around a lot this year. They're a lot better than people thought. The guy's name on George Washington is escaping me, but he's, he's done a good job this year as well. And he's actually was a candidate to like bounce around, like for the Maryland job, I think even. That's crazy. So, and um, just back to PC real quick, cause I love trashing on them. They're projected to get somewhere between a two and a four seed. I really hope they get a four seed or, or even a three seed because I think that a, one of those weird 12 and 13 seeds can just fucking light it up one day against them and take them out. Um, they have guys that just go ghost too. Like do. I was 
the um they're thin that's another thing pc is thin they don't go they only go to eight guys yeah that that overtime game against was xavier there's the triple overtime one xavier butler why am i blanking on that because they both because they went down to the wire against both the one that just happened last week though with the leaking on the floor oh that was xavier that was xavier Xavier. right before that was butler but you had like Multiple overtimes, Nate Watson, Noah Horkler do nothing. They're just nothing. like <laughs> Nate Watson's supposed to be like the dude. And it's like he's you can barely tell he's on the floor. He's not getting offensive boards. Like I think they had like a garbage bucket each, but it was just like, what? You're not gonna give it to like your supposedly all-American big man at any point. I understand, I don't know, you want to work on the perimeter a bit, but still, damn. Right now. They are a four seed matched up against New Mexico State. And New Mexico State's actually a team that is very solid. They're 23 and five this year. So they also have been successful all year. This is, and that is a team that can go on the road or go to a neutral site and win. They've gone on the road and beaten almost every team in their conference that shows any signs of life to take them as a, even as a threat to them. I think New Mexico State would be uh, a candidate to take out Providence. That would be fucking sweet. Or a team like Ooh. Wagner or Vermont. Eddie Allen. Like, dude, Vermont could beat Providence. Vermont is a team that can fucking shoot the ball. They don't play a lick of defense, but they can shoot the ball. So they could catch out and give Providence a, a, a run for their money. Or, like, I don't think Texas State would. They kind of suck. Well, I think they – so the thing is, too, I think against, like, a – prolific scorer like a uh, uh, Colin Gillespie or even I mean you mentioned New Mexico State so it's got me I'm kind of hooked on them fucking Teddy Allen is awesome he could drop yep. 35 on PC's heads and they'll do nothing about it so yep. I, I like it I think fade PC is the move once the tournament starts yeah I think maybe I mean I know I keep saying first and exit first and exit that's just because it's funny and PC fans get mad but I generally do think that they will be a popular candidate to get bounced early in a lot of brackets just because of that luck factor and the fact every single bounce that can go their way goes their way in these close games, especially late. And, yeah, sometimes, you know, you got to tip your cap. Congrats, you're, you're finding a way to win these teams. But I think your, your luck can run out in March as we've seen teams like this happen before. And as I say, good teams win, great teams cover. Yep. I think that you can fade them in the tourney and just be like, all right, I'll take the opposite team to, to keep it within 10 or whatever. Shit like that, you'll probably do pretty well. Yeah, and then like they always say, too, Friars fam is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Has been exposed, our Twitter enemy. And, yeah, shout out to our Twitter for always finding the root of the problem. You come at Small State Big Takes, we're going to find out your name, your social security, your mama's name. We're going to say hi to her. And then we're going to fucking lambaste your ass. So, yeah, Friars fam, if you're listening, which I know you usually do. I'm one uh, fan. How's it going? How's it going, bro? Fun facts. You joke, but his his mom and dad's identity helped confirm his own identity. No way! <laughs> <laughs> no shit. This dude is a college student, and he was posing. He's telling us he's a millionaire. On- Multi-millionaire. Oh I kind of believed him for a little while, too, because he was he stuck to the bit. I was like, oh, well, maybe he's an adult. <laughs> I actually thought he was an adult for a long time. I thought he was an adult too. Not gonna lie, and I was like, "Wait, this doesn't check out." He had his little story. Oh, I live in New York City, but I'm from Mass. But I'm like, eh. you fake <laughs> fucker. Yep. 
You know and what? If there's any other indication that you need to fade Providence when it comes to March, their game for Villanova, uh, their line just dropped. Villanova is minus nine, almost really? double digit point favorites opening against against Providence. And I don't know, I didn't see what the updated rankings were. Let me check real quick. PC's nine. That's PC's nine and Villanova's 11. So the 11, 11th team in the country is favored by nine points against the ninth team. That just tells you right there that Vegas also thinks Providence luck is going to run out at some point. Ollie, quick question for you. So you put money on this Fordham UMass game. I'm watching it right now. Yep. Uh, how, uh, how much money did you put on this? This game is not very entertaining. No, it's, that, it's <laughs> not a fun game to watch, but I've done well betting the A-10 this year. Oh, excuse me real quick. You guys keep talking. I don't, I don't bet a lot per game. I'm still trying to build a, a sustainable and respectable bankroll. So I got small unit size right now, but, um, uh, you know, we're, we're working on it. And I have four to minus two tonight and feeling good about it. They've, I, I, I don't think UMass is good. I don't think Forum's any good either, but at least they've shown heart lately. They have a couple good wins. So, fuck it. I said stars aligned, and I bet Fordham tonight. Dude, it's like watching – you know what? I'm not going to say anything insulting. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of insulting, I'm ready to hit someone else with an insult. Ready for this one? Yeah. Rob Manfred. Kiss oh. my butt, dude. Dude, this guy has no intention of getting baseball season ready – he, oh my god, man, this is just a disgrace. And every day, dude, Twitter's a hellscape as it is. I mean, we got World War Three going on outside. Just give us fucking baseball. I'm asking, like, the people are asking the fucking bare minimum. God damn, shut the hell up and let's play some fucking baseball. Ever heard of it? Let's go. Uh, yeah, like it's just, it's just so sad and pathetic and embarrassing. About uh, honestly, also like a month. Uh, yeah, stupid. Any adjective you want to just use, I'll most likely gear with. Like lame. a month a month ago, lame. Sure, cool. S- not cool. Exactly. Opposite of cool. Thank like you. a month ago, they're saying the last like we, the last thing we want to do is cancel regular season games, and then like was like middle of last week, they're like, yeah, we don't have an agreement by March first. We're we're gonna have to cancel games, and then today they're like, yeah, we're willing to. S- cancel a month's worth of game to get this deal done and the way it's like you guys just keep eating your own shit over and over again the more shit you spew yeah yeah it's indefensible in my opinion versus like again what was it 40 plus days that they waited before they even had any proposal the owners like that's just ridiculous you lock them out and then you're like you sit on your ass for over a month that's bananas. And I'm not putting – I don't think it's fair to put 100% of the blame on owners in the MLB because phones do work both ways, but I'm putting about 96% of it on the owners. I mean, for them to lock out – lock players out, though, that's where it's yeah. like, all right, that's not – and now all of a sudden it's on them to make the first move ultimately because other than what? They're just trying to strong arm the players immediately from the jump, but then they're not doing anything on their end? I don't know. Yeah. And also – uh, I saw a tweet recently. I think it was Noah Syndergaard was like, why don't you cut off their paychecks and see how fastly they get a job done now? Because players aren't getting paid. Yeah. So imagine if it was the other way around, the payers were getting played and the owners and stuff weren't getting any, any money. I bet they would be acting a lot faster to get a deal done. To get back out there. Because at the end of the day, 
Like, did we not learn anything two years ago when we had to cancel baseball for 70% of the season because of COVID? And now, and now we're in this situation where we're going to be missing regular season baseball again, not because of that, but just because of pure greed and selfishness. And this is just the, this is like the most predictable thing ever. I feel like, like literally years ago, I think I had a big take once, like about this very. You did. You did. You did. Remember? Or it's yeah. like there's going to be a strike or there's going to be like a stoppage in, in work of, of some sort. And it's like, and again, it, that wasn't even that big of a take. It was just a time thing where it's like, all right, years, just because the players and the owners hate each other so damn much. And it's like, they, I don't know. It's just crazy to me that every other sport can usually figure it out and make it work. But baseball just can't get it, can't get it out of its own way. That's what sucks too. It's like for a sport that's clear, like, claims to be like at a point where they need to like reinvent themselves or do things differently. It's like, is this, is this the way to do it? To just like make fans angry and just like not be (laughs) playing baseball when you should be. It's just bananas. I don't know. Well, shout out to the, remember the, the NBA lockout. That that was pretty bad. Like that lasted a long time. Didn't didn't start till Christmas. That is true. Yeah. That, that one was bad, too. It's like the one I remember of my life. But this like also a... isn't the first time for MLB. Remember, I mean, you guys were toddlers, and I wasn't born yet, but, like, in 94, they locked out and didn't have a World Series. And that was, like, half – like, they actually played baseball a year and then True. locked out R. halfway R. through. Yeah. That was their year. Actually, the, also, Cleveland Indians, that was, like – I think the Expos and Indians were the two best teams. Yeah. That was, like – I think I don't want to mention his name, but I think that was the Jim Tomei, uh, <laughs> Manny Ramirez era, or there was, was like, that might have been just that was, that, like their that was probably when it was just starting. What a core they had too! I know, no, that's Almar too, right? Both Almars, Bartolo Colon on the mound, Alice Burks, Omar Bartolo. Yeah. fucking, that was a squad. Albert Bell was there. That you didn't know. Big take. Oliver didn't know who the fuck Albert Bell was. No, that was bad. But dude, we put, we went and did. Yeah, we did a little live Jeopardy action on Saturday night. Steve had one of the best polls we've ever seen. Which one? Was he it? guessed a picture of Ryan Klesko. That was crazy. on the Braves. How do uh, you guess Braves, that on if the it Braves? Was like at least Padres. I think I could throw it out there. But if I, but it was a Braves Braves. picture. He looked. He looked like a catcher. I was like, dude, this has got to be like. I, I like, like who was before Brian McCann was what I was thinking because it was a retired guy too, and seems to go Ryan Klesko. Boom, got it. That <laughs> was crazy. Was, that was insane, dude. It, it took me a minute, but then like I swear to God, I felt like the the name implanted in my brain. Like suddenly I was like, oh, that's who it is, Klesko. And then it was true. I was fucked up. I, I, I would not be able to pick this guy out of my lineup. No shot. No chance. You tell me one of these guys is Ryan Klesko. I'd be like, okay. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know he played for the Braves, really. I don't know. I, I remember the, the Padres, <laughs> Klesko, but I had a feeling maybe it was him. I don't know. Yeah, I was, was popping off, though. Ollie, Ollie had some good answers. We had, some, we had some good ones, but yeah, it was fun night. Fun, fun night. Fun night. It was cool. Who, who was the uh, – who took it all? Who took the crown? Dave. Dave was the champion okay. for, for both games. We played two games. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did a teams game where me and Steve um, were as team SSBT. We did not represent well. No, we did all right for a little while until we bet it all. Then, then it was then it went all. Oh yeah, it was a, yeah. Actually, yeah, we were actually in the at least in the running, and then we got a daily double wrong, so we went to zero, and then we got another daily double wrong when we were in the negative, so we went even 
doubled up negative. Yeah, and then you know, but you know, you know what? We gave it our all. We do our thing, man. It was it was it was cool. So what else is good? Ollie, hit me with a fucking topic. I yeah, I really want to come in just ranting about major league baseball and college basketball. And we kind of got both of those out of the way already. What are your thoughts on college baseball? Are you in? Are you are you dipping your toes I, in the water there? I haven't yet, honestly. I just don't I can't watch it anywhere. So I I, I don't know. I try it. If I if it was if it was on like ESPN Plus, I'd be watching it every day. I bet. What are we gonna do about our fucking fantasy baseball drafts? Like all of them. If we don't have any fucking actual baseball, like no spring training. These guys are even working out, getting ready. This is. What's another thing is once once this agreement does come, whenever that does, there's gonna be a wave of transactions. It that part is actually gonna be really cool. There's gonna be a lot of shit happening really fast. A lot of do you think so? Stuff. I say I know I, I do. I really do. I think those next few days afterwards are going to be pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're already hearing rumors too. Even like Freddie Freeman, we're still hearing shit of like, oh, Dodgers are supposedly the closest to the uh, the Braves in terms of being a destination for him. So, I mean, I think they're still back channeling shit, which is is good oh, realistically for sure. I think a lot of these things are already lined up, honestly. Yeah. Just a matter um, of the paperwork passing through. I'm surprised yeah. it's not leaked though. In terms of like, oh, Buster only's got the report. Freddie Freeman expected right. to sign with X. I think that yeah. Schwarber's gone, by the way. I do think Schwarber's gone as well. I've honestly forgot about anybody the Red Sox were interested in because it's been so long. I know. Isn't that crazy in terms of like, oh, free agency predictions? Now it's like, just it's like that was months ago. The sport exists in a month. <laughs> I, know, dude. I know. This is so painful. This is like usually the best time of the year or it's like ramping up to start to be. Literally, this is like prime fantasy baseball draft prep season, and we can't even really get too far into that. We, I mean, we can do a certain amount of it, but well, don't you like, worry, I, baby. I was gonna say, speak for yourself, Oliver. I'm ready to go. Well, <laughs> Mega well, mind. There's over a here. lot of there's there's a good amount of good players that don't have homes yet. No, true, true. No, there are a lot like, of guys. Oh, that, it's not it's not going to impact their draft their draft position in any major way, but you know, maybe, you know, six Story, or seven picks Correa. up or down. Yeah. yeah. You know what's bullshit? You know, you know what pisses me off about Correa? Correa is a good player, but he, since, I, I don't know like why, but now he's getting like hype. Like he's like one of like the top 10 players in the league. Like, yeah, he might get paid like that, but fantasy wise, I'm not giving that guy, I'm not drafting him anywhere near the first three. Like he's not a keeper. In our league, at least, and I don't know about top five rounds, especially how deep shortstop is for fantasy. You know, yeah. Well, I think yeah. his defense though is one thing that, like, that's what I was just really. Say. You know what I mean? Because even I don't know. It's crazy to think he won the freaking platinum glove for the AL last year. I knew he was a good defender, but I didn't think he was like best in the league level. I didn't know that. Wow. I was, I was actually just going to say he might be the best defensive infielder in the American League. She was literally was last year. Yeah. 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 And I was gonna wow. say in in all of the league, but um, I mean there's gonna be guys like Arenado and 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 other uh, off the top of my head, I can't really think of like Matt Simmons. Chapman, like yes. Eh, yeah, but, Chapman won it the year before, I'm pretty sure in the annual. Yeah. But um, I do so, love that they do that award. Yeah, I think yeah, that's so really cool. cool. I I agree. But um what do you think? That, that, that goes that goes into 
how teams view him though as well like he's he's got the best arm as a def- and he's and he's only 27 dude like that's why he's gonna get paid so much sometimes right? not yeah. sometimes but oftentimes you don't see hitters reach their peak till 30 31 same with pitchers um just baseball players in general oftentimes don't reach their peak till about then i feel and i don't i don't know that's why these guys are getting bags that's why Corey seager's getting bags that's why Juan don't Soto's get me fucking started. Down. That's why Juan Eager. Soto's turning down 350, like because Juan Soto's 23 years old, and it's scary to think about what his peak could be. Dude, yeah. yeah, but Mike Trout fucking took the fucking L and fucking signed a 423 million, whatever that was. I, is I don't that know an about L, Soto. If someone, if the Nationals offered Soto 450, do you think he would take that? Probably. No. 500. He wants 500. Uh, which, which, which <laughs> I think I he don't blame. Him. I don't, I don't, I don't blame him for, honestly, because he could be. The what about first. Otani? Say Otani was a freezer right now. How much would he get? He's a little. How old is he? He's like 20. He's like, he's actually younger than I think that he is. I think he's, he's 24, like 25. Right? He's no. 27. Yeah, he's, he's 27. 27. Oh. But he's got a crazy injury history, and I, I guarantee people, executives out there, are going to look at Otani and be like, okay. Long term, if I'm giving this guy a 10 year deal, how long is he going to do both things? Because that's going to wear down your body. That's true. On top of a guy that has injury history already, I still think Otani would get a fucking pretty bag on free agency. Don't get me wrong, he's a generational talent. But I think teams would be a little bit more cautious with him than even though, like Seager and Correa, like these guys have injury history too, which is, I, I guess, kind of contradicting myself. I have no idea what the fuck Otani would get on the open market. Steve, to answer your question. Thank you. I know. That would be I, – I think it would be an absurd amount, though. I think it would be, like, at least $300 million, if not – like, still, just because it's, like, the potential of, like, all right, we got to have this guy. And just, like, the notoriety, too, of, like, I don't know, ha- having, like, the top – The marketability. Of, such, a, yeah. such a big deal. I think that's something that we don't really uh, – but I, I, I get I give him credit though because he didn't even go for like the most money, right? Didn't he just kind of want like the best fit? In yeah. Terms of what? So, but uh, but no, to answer, I I think Steve, did you ask Correa where where do you think he's going? Yeah. I had a well, uh, real, real on around quick. the cakes pod. I think he's going to be a Cub. I think it's going to be like they're going to all of a sudden, right when they're out, they're going to be back in. You're going to be like, are they buying or selling? Like, what what's the deal? And Javier Baez is gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be, yeah. So that's all I could think was Baez. I'd be, rather have Correa than Baez on my team, though. Me too. But the Cubs, though, like the Cubs, Baez, it w- was Chicago when he was there. Rizzo, I know, but I just, too. none Brian of those dudes. Like, you didn't want to pay any of those dudes, though. If you were the Cubs, I, would you have wanted to actually like give those guys long-term deals? I they think look genius Brian, now for not. I, they should have sold them and traded. I was, like, was going to say. Out of the three, Brian would have been my guy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Baez, I would have been fine letting go. Rizzo, I, I mean, there's so much sentimental stuff there with Rizzo. They could have fucking, like, got him cheap, though, I feel. Yeah, that yeah, Rizzo wouldn't have costed nearly as much as these other guys. By the way, Otani right now is making $5.5 million. This what? Year. Oh, my God. And then, he, and then he's – He's a he only has one after 2023, he's a free agent. So we might be able to see 29-year-old free agency hey. Shoy Otani madness. I know. Didn't they? I think there was some talk about him extension, and he like squashed that last year of like, oh, like apparently he's not open to that. He just wanted to play. 
Yeah, a lot of players say that in the middle, like midseason, when that yeah. when those rumors come up. Yeah, I don't, dude, uh, dude. I, how much did Baez get? Did he get he more than you think? He was yeah. in like the one what one? Uh, I don't. One forty. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna say one one twenty. But... Six years, one forty. That is crazy. <sighs> And I know that's and see that's like the Tigers cheaping out of like yeah we'll spend but we won't spend for Correa. We tried. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really fully get that one too. They could have. Did, did they get two guys, Tigers, or or am I just imagining that? Eduardo. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. Eduardo. Yeah, oh, yeah. Eduardo. Yep. And Tucker Barnhart too, low key. <laughs> low key. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, a, he's a solid guy. He's the man. You have a lot worse catchers than Tucker Barnhart, I think. Yeah, definitely. But um, but now they're – but, yeah, I don't know. I, I have a weird feeling about the Cubs, that's all, in terms of them, like, trying to, like – now that they've cleaned house, all of a sudden they're going to be, like, back in it. Because NL Central is kind of wide open. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure the Cardinals and the uh, Brewers are probably the best two teams, but I don't Unless know. The Brewers need – they're always going to need offense. True. True, which is crazy to think because I feel like for like growing up, they were it was always the opposite. Yeah, like they had it was. a crazy lineup and they just needed pitching. Then it was right. like now yeah. it's totally now all of a sudden that somehow they especially being a hitter's ballpark, it's crazy how they develop pitching now. Out of nowhere, too. Like these guys are literally out of nowhere. Yeah, for real. It's not like there were like Mackenzie Gore hyped up prospect like the Padres have. It's just like, nah, these guys are just fucking studs. Yeah, like Brandon Hater. Woodruff just sitting yeah. out there. <laughs> like, right, Burns, you like, where are these guys? And, and even their back-end guys are good. And then, like, Josh Hader was the only guy that had any notoriety. And they were just like, hey, we're going to make him the best closer in baseball instead of stretching him out. Yeah, for real. Even freaking Freddie Peralta yeah, that, comes that, out of nowhere. That's, <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, that's right. Low-key a top 15, 20 pitcher, starting pitcher at least. Remember, remember the Giovanni Gallardo days? That, those are the fucking – Prime Brewers for me. I do. Jeff Supon. <laughs> yeah. Giovanni Gallardo was always a good streaming option, fantasy. It's like, oh, Giovanni, double start? Sure. But once in a while, he'd bite you in the ass. Give you like a big old negative start. Oh, like, yeah. Well, that, that's why he was always available on the free agent market. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, because he was not <laughs> consistent. <laughs> True. How old he is. Him and Ubaldo. Wow. He could, he could still be in the league. He's really good. That's crazy to me. Dude, big year for Keston. Coming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I can do that again. <laughs> oh, man. At first base or what? I, honestly, he might be out of a – he might be like a utility slash like backup first baseman at this point, right? It's kind of sad. What the fuck happened? I mean, he was – I still think he's got – you know what? He'll probably get some regular at-bats with the DH there. Sure. Wait, who are we talking about? Keston. Hayura. He'll get, he's still so young. He'll get another shot somewhere, I think. I know, but it might not be in Milwaukee. It might not be in Milwaukee. That's fair. That's what's crazy about it. But to know that, like, two years ago, he was, like, the dude. Oh, absolutely. MLB The Show, he was, like, even last year, he was their uh, one of their – what is it? Yeah. 42 guys. Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. he was a thing. Crazy. See, and dude, I remember fucking 
Lil Rune almost kept him in our league. He he genuinely he genuinely thought about he, he did. did him and Eloy. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Oh yo, I, oh sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm just looking at the Brewers lineup. I think Rowdy Telez though is the dude at first now. Sadly, oh, uh, it's a good fit though. Red Red Sox killer. Jesus Christ! I know. Bindi. Where is he? Always a is Bindi okay? I I don't know. She just has random outbursts where I, I I don't know what goes through her head, but she just does that and cries for two minutes. Your dog does have problems, Ellie. So many problems. <laughs> You know oh, what else has problems? Ready for this one? Kyler yeah. Murray. One last fucking topic of the day. Kyler Murray. All I have to say about that is, and I think I've already addressed this in the podcast, but I want to say it again. I just don't understand why you're popping off, Kyler. If, if Kyler came on right now, I'd be like, dude, tell me how you feel. Tell me the truth. I need to, I want to hear it. Cause whenever, every time I see any explanation on Twitter, I'm like, I, I don't fully understand your gripe, Kyler. Like, the Cardinals are built for you. Stop bitching, bro, and just go play. Should have played baseball. Wouldn't be having these issues right now because he wouldn't be getting paid. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, he'd <laughs> probably still be in the minors. He's what? How old is he? Like twenty-four. I just, yeah. Well, he was. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I don't really have an opinion on it. I think. Uh, I don't know. It is confusing. Yeah. I agree. Doesn't it doesn't really make, make much sense. It's almost like he like did something like with the unfollowing on Instagram, and now he's like trying to like backtrack and make an explanation for it. Like, I think you're it right. It doesn't quite add up. Of like, dude, did you just like randomly just get mad at everyone? Like, and <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, why? Why would I do this? Uh, I need help. It's like I need. I want a contract. It's like, okay, right. That's what the, that's what the, the issue was all along. Like, ah. like three weeks later or whatever it was. <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Screw it. Screw that. Last shit. last topic is that um, one of you, one of you guys probably Steve retweeted this, but um, there's a neuroscientist that thinks reality is just a hallucination, the AKA that we're in a simulation. Yeah, this it's is from a fact. The new the new statesman. So Thoughts? just thoughts. <laughs> I. Just further, I'm, I wish Josh was here for it. Uh, yeah, I have no thoughts next. that aren't already yeah. pre-programmed. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, Josh will be back next week, but I'm sure he would have major thoughts on that. Dude, by this time next week, this could be confirmed. Like, we might fucking just be sitting here like, dude, we're in this simulation. I I already feel that way. We're, we're there. You know, it started off as a joke, but you know what? Fuck it. We live in a simulation, man. How do you know you have free will? That's my question for you. <laughs> How, I know. How would you know? There's, no, there's no proof. Yeah. That thing that you think you can do for to express your free will, I could punch my laptop right now. Or is that what is that free will? the algorithm's telling me to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to, to do you think your by this time next week, the simulation makes baseball start or have an agreement? Gosh, I hope so. I say, I don't know. I say no. I think, um, I think they do it in true MLB fashion and announce it during Selection Sunday when another major event is going on because that's how they like to announce things. Yeah. 
don't know. I don't know what it's going to take. Somebody's got to swap out the floppy disk that's up Rob Manfred's oh, ass. And <laughs> one thing we were talking about before we started recording is that one of the topics that is um, causing conflict is the that MLB wants 14 playoff teams. I think I, I think the current playoff baseball format is arguably the best one out there. I love it. I love the wild card game, especially after experiencing it in person. It's fucking electric. Um, I don't want teams to be able to pick who they want to play or any of these, this weird, like if there are things that you want to fix in baseball that like, I'll, I'll, I'll open my ears and listen, pitch clock, like whatever, all these other things that don't really make a difference. Do not change the playoff format. If it doesn't need to be changed. I don't want this turn to the NHL where nothing ever makes sense about what their playoff format is anymore. Yeah, I, I was just talking about that this weekend in terms of like hating how they like don't they reseed after every round too? I don't like that. It's That's something dumb. that if just... you're the eighth seed and you beat the one seed, you should get the one seed's path. It's not like well now right. you have to play top team. That's stupid. I I don't like that. So it's I'm just waiting. what are like you, you have to pass a class to understand the NHL f- playoff format. I don't want baseball to turn into that. I don't want these. I saw one suggestion that was like the home team will, you know, the better seed will have a one game advantage heading into a five game series or something like that. Like I saw that like a ghost win, right? How, how drastically delusional do you have to be to come up with an idea like that and then propose it to a professional organization? Slowly going to revert to just being like, well, we'll just simulate that. So it's like, okay, we'll (laughs) top two teams of each league, just like in the freaking seventies and eighties where it's like, all right, this is it. <laughs> Eventually, it's just become a sim league. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, we don't actually have to play the games. We're just going to let the computers play it for it and simulate everything. The Red Sox won seven point three over the Yankees to score four point <laughs> four runs. Uh, all right, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Josh should be with us. Thanks for hanging out and uh, fuck PC and Friars fans. Yes, sir. Colin, thanks for listening, Colin. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Colin, and give me some of that cryptocurrency, bro. Crypto market never sleeps. Yes, sir. But we don't fuck with no fucking crypto in this podcast. We make real cash. Yo, shout out to my boy, G fucking baby. And my other boy, James Murphy. Hey, boy, man.
tell you how much I love you. It's too much.